Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Welcome to Think Take Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where we have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems and giving you real solutions to help scale to the next level. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexa D'Agostino. I'm your host of Millionaire Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing how to capitalize on the relationships that matter the most. Today, I am joined by my most amazing business partner, and I know you don't want me to tell this to people, Susie, but my own personal therapist, Susie Miller. If, if anybody's ever watched Billions, the TV show, Susie's literally our Wendy. She literally fixes all of our people problems, our mindset problems for literally every single one of my companies. So we couldn't do this without her. So she's our Wendy, but even better, she's our Susie. But before we dig in, some housekeeping stuff. We are giving away $1,000. Yes, $1,000 towards any of our coaching programs. And that is literally a month of free coaching from seven and eight figure coaches. Like that's incredible. That is a lot of money in somebody's pocket. So you can learn more about that at thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. The link is also in the show notes. And also we're coming live to Vegas. And I'm so excited about this. It's going to be a full day of coaching at a revenue generator uh, and accelerator where we're going to be sharing everything we know on how to multiply your revenue and create a more profitable you. This is going to be something you don't want to miss. It's uh, You can go to thinktankevents.com. Again, link is also in the show notes. So All right, let's dig in. So you've heard me say this before, Susie, like over and over and over again, but I'm going to repeat it until dead because it's literally, in my opinion, the most important statement. so important that I'm like already telling my two-year-old daughter about this because it's so important. I'm sure you probably know what I'm going to say. Do you? Well, yeah, I do. It's it's about what Jim Rohn said. You are the sum total of the five people you hang out with. And so your daughter is in a great position because she hangs out with your staff. Yeah, there, there you go. So yeah, I mean, to me, Tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are. My grandmother used to tell my mom that and my mom told me that. I never really understood it until I was older. And I remember I once got in trouble for hanging out with somebody that my mom did not like. She did not think she was a good influence on me. And I remember like it was yesterday. We were sitting in the kitchen. My It was my mother and my father sat down with me. My mom said to me, Alexa, tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And now I'm like 32, much older. And I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense now, you know, but it is so, so important because at the end of the day, relationships are key to growing a business in so many different aspects. And we're in the world of superficial relationships right now, you know, followers and likes and DMs. And we think we have friends. We think we have relationships when in reality we don't. So today we are specifically talking about all right, all these relationships, which one actually matters the most and which one should you pay attention? So when we think about relationships, Susie, what relationships actually truly matter? I love this question because my tagline used to be that I help people thrive in the relationships that matter most. And I think we all can say, if we look at our life, we have a couple areas. You, um, We spend a lot of time at work. So you've got to look at your business relationships. I'm going to come back to specifics on that your personal relationships those are usually the ones that matter the most because they drive our why the reason we go to work the reason we're building the empire the reason we deal with traffic pre-covid to get into a job that's going to provide for our families our wives are usually driven by the people we care about so spouses partners kids family people talk about legacy and then they end up 
sacrificing those relationships and the work they do. And so they forget to really pay attention to those. And then the other piece is the friendships. And sometimes there can be crossover. You can be friends with family, but the people, your go-to people who you call when things are tough, they're the 5% people. They're not the coffee shop people. They're not the people that, you know, read your post on Instagram. They're the people that text you on your birthday or call you on your birthday versus get the Facebook message that it's your birthday, right? So those three avenues or three categories of people is where you've got to stop and go, these are the people that are going to get in my inner circle. And by my inner circle, I mean in my head. So I hear their voices when I'm either doing well or when I'm struggling. And by that, so your mom, like if you're in a situation, what what a wise woman to say that to you. So that as a teen or a college person, you would hear that voice in your head when you were in a situation that you had to make a decision. Do I want to be like these people or do I want to be different? And then you can make a decision with your colleagues. Are you having business conversations either with your work or in your mentorship? I always believe someone in your inner circle should be way ahead of you on the path. And they should be mentoring, advising, be willing to shine the light, turn around and go, hey, there's four steps between you and me. Here's how you take them. And those are the people that are going to be believing in you and pouring into you and telling you, you know, you can do it when you've had the crappiest day or things haven't gone well. You're also going to have your colleagues who are going to be able to say, hey, we're in this together. Let's all pull up our, roll up our sleeves and do the hard stuff. And then your friends who are kind of who you have fun with. And a lot of times there's overlap, like I said, but they are the people who are not, who are believing in you. They're not the ones that say, why are you doing that? Why should you? When your success, your success doesn't threaten them. Those are the people that matter most. And there should be a small inner circle. And then you might have, you know, and they know you're 5%. They know what's really going on in your life. And then you can go out from there. But these people are the ones, you know, I talk about, you know, your board of advisors, um, the voices in your head. The ones you go to when things are tough. And a lot of those, Susie. A lot of voices in this head. In my head, yeah. And they're the ones that celebrate your wins like nobody else. I, I love that. So to, to quickly summarize, because you just said a lot. And Sorry, so I was, I'm passionate about this. No, no, no. This is good. This is good. But I want to summarize it for our users. you got to keep a small inner circle. These are the people that really know what's going on in your life. And the three categories Susie talked about was work, because we spend the most time with these people. So those relationships matter. Right? You want to work with people that you want to hang out with because you spend more time with them than you do anyone else, Right personal. This is what drives our why. So these relationships are really important. We're going to get into like how to actually handle these relationships. And then friends, because these are the ones that believe in you, right? So, so these three relationships are so important because at the end of the day, when you look at all of these people that you spend time with, it drives who you are as a person and it drives your motivation. So, you know, let's talk about COVID, you know, which, you know, we, we hope it's over. We don't know, whatever. I feel like the last couple of weeks, it's like, it never happened, but now they're talking about a new thing that's going to come over and, you know, we have a new strand and this and that. So obviously COVID for me personally, I realized where my relationships were weak and where they were strong, both, you know, professionally and personally, um, including friends, right? The, the weak connections, I just simply lost them. The issues that I found my weaker connections. So from a business perspective, I had like huge revenue generating relationships that were actually weak connections. And so I'll explain why they were weak. So in the past, it would give me revenue. But then when COVID happened, and I stopped seeing them at at events, and I stopped seeing them at, you know, local places, um, all of a sudden, those connections grew much weaker, and they stopped 
generating revenue. They stopped referring people to me um, or they stopped using me. So I always say like, okay, why did I lose those relationships? And, you know, I always think through it, but also think about personal. I lost a lot of personal relationships because of COVID too. And um, again, people that I used to go out with and I'd go out to, uh, for drinks and I would go out on Saturday night and then all of a sudden COVID happened. And what happens? You lose touch with a lot of people and what bubbles up the relationships that matter the most almost, right? Yeah. So, you know what they say too, it's like, you're only as good as your last interaction. And that like, honestly, it has to do with, you know, personal and, and professional. So I did, I did lose a lot of relationships that may have mattered. I don't know if they really did though, if they were not that strong, maybe they weren't, you know, that strong to begin with. So what are some ways that we, we can keep in touch with people and how do we know if we should keep in touch with people? So I think we're going to go back to the categories again. In business, there are always people that you will do transactions with. And transactional relationships tend to fall away once the transaction's done. It's this for that. When you have someone who you, you know, who's referred people to you, they've moved beyond the, you gave something to me, I've paid you. They've moved to, hey, I value what you're giving to me. I value your service or product. And so I want to refer somebody. That's somebody that you move into a, okay, we can have, more than a transactional relationship. I don't want to call it a transformational, but we are connected beyond an exchange, a one-time exchange. And so, you know, back in the day, we had a Rolodex. We had cards. We wrote stuff about people on them. I take notes in my phone when I meet people. I had a friend who, you know, has a hard time of year. He lost a friend. And I, I, I made a note, you know, and put it on my calendar. Send, um, not to give you the name, but send my friend a book or a message. And so if you want to stay connected with somebody and move past the transactional, you've got to be willing to dive into the personal. And this is really interesting in our social media world where everything, there's so much that's revealed and we feel so connected, but we're really distant. So if somebody shares something on social media, get off social media, DM them, say, hey, I saw you in this loss or, you know, remember months later, how are you doing with that? I know it's spring or Mother's Day is coming and this is might be a tough time of year for you. So you make notes and this is the summation word. You are intentional. You become really intentional about how you want to connect. And the reality is we can't do it with everybody. So you pick a few people that you feel like you can add value to them. They have value to you. You, you would do more than go to coffee with them. They're people you want to keep in your, maybe not your inner circle, but the next circle out. And you make notes and you, you, in your phone and you set reminders and you intentionally engage when those things come up. Because there's so much, it's easier to scroll, but it doesn't connect us when we scroll. So that's the professional. And, and I think in the personal, it's really that same piece of intentionality where you, I mean, you're so good at this. We've had times when you're like, nope, Madeline's time is five o'clock. Five o'clock on the East Coast, you will not find Alexa on her phone, on her screen, because she's committed to being 100% present to her daughter. And I think when we, especially in the online world, when we are with our people, we've got to put down our phones. We've got to be 100% present. Not 100% present all the time but 100% present when it's their time. That's a huge way we invest. And we're very intentional about that. So that's a quick-ish answer. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, it's so important. And so, um, you know, I think you said some really important things there, right? Like you, you almost put it in two categories, business and professional. Business is people we do transactions with, personal people that we connect beyond transaction. And in order to really stay connected to somebody beyond the transaction, we have to be able to get past the transaction by getting personal, right? So be intentional with your interactions and select a few because you can't 
get personal with everybody. And you probably don't want to get personal with everybody anyway, right? So really, I mean, just that could be a masterclass right there. Incredible, incredible stuff. So what I, what I want to do is, you know, transition into, you know, how do you know if a relationship is good, right? At the end That's of the day, question. like at the end of the day, you can have so many different relationships. You have so many different friends, so many different uh, business colleagues. How do you know? And it can't just be monetary. It can't, right? It has to be beyond that. So what are some of the things that we can understand of what is a good relationship versus a bad relationship? So that's a huge question. I'm going to give you a couple tips for how to to, to delineate the answers. I would actually say it's rarely about money because there's always a way to make money. There's money is in abundance and and people who know, like, and trust you are going to do business with you, whether it's uh, a transaction with them or a referral. So let's put money aside and let's look at the energy people bring into our relationships. Um, what I have people do is I have them write down the you know, five to 20 people that are in their orbit the most. So inner circle, next circle, next circle. And I have them write down a list and you actually do it by hand. And then you put next to them a plus, a minus, or an equal. And what that means is do I leave our interactions with a positive energy, feeling good, you know, having been energized and, you know, um, connected with them. If it's, you know, I, le- I always leave better than I, than I got there. You know, and you know the times we have that. We're going to a coffee shop, we're going to a meeting, and then and we're like, oh, I don't want to go. But when we get there, we connect with someone, and we're like, I'm so glad I came. So those are your positive energy people. Then you have your negative energy people. You have the people that you work with or that you come in contact with or you might be related to that are always a drain. And you put a minus and we'll come back to how to handle that. And you just own that being with them is hard. And you're going to have to shift your position, either distance yourself from the relationship or if you're related to them, change your strategy when you're with them. Again, I'll come back to that. And then equal is like, hey, we're always, you know, we're pretty good, you know, and that's rare because that's usually a customer or client or somebody that you're not really like, oh, that was great, but it was a, it was a generic interaction. It doesn't require a lot of you. Um, and you leave kind of in the same place you, you came in. So you let those, if they're business people go, you want to really spend time with the people that are positive. If you get positive energy from being with someone, that's who you start to think through, how do I deepen this relationship? How do I make this relationship a long-term investment? The negative people, you have to do one of two things. Either move physically distant or relationally distant from them. And, and you can do that gradually. It doesn't have to be, a, I'm breaking up with you professionally. It's, hey, See ya. I, can't, <laughs> I can't join you for drinks. Or, hey, thanks for asking me, but, you know, I'm going to have to pass. And you'd be gracious, but slowly you move away. If you're related to that person, what you have to do is you have to draw a boundary about where they have access to you. If they want to talk about your work and you know that's not a positive thing, you just don't go there with them. And what I do, and this works every time, is you have a statement that you say until they get it. So, hey, how's work going? Did you get that new project? Did you delay that new client? And you know they're just waiting to dig in. See, I told you that wouldn't work. You say, you know what? Works great, but I'm really, I'm, I, I really don't want to talk about that right now. Are you talking about me, Susie? No. <laughs> um, and so you keep Come on, I don't say that. You don't. You don't. But we all have people. This is a question I get every time I do this exercise because people will say, what about the people I can't get away from? What if it's my spouse, my mother, my uncle, my aunt, my kid? You know, you have to draw some boundaries. I mean, you can look at what they're saying. If the negative is you work all the time, you may want to go, okay, let me look at my hours. But if it's a lack of belief, it's a, if it's a lack of support, and it's born of their story, like they don't want you to take the risk because they were, they, they had a loss or they were afraid, you cannot have that conversation with them. 
you don't have to answer every question you get asked. You can say, hey, thanks for asking. Give them a positive, it's going great, and change the subject. I think uh, <laughs> that's like the summer right there, just change the subject. Change the subject. <laughs> it's I funny when it. you do it, you change, like, you literally have to kind of repeat it this couple times. Like, they might come back to you and go, but what about, you know, you know just not going to discuss that with you today. And they'll go, well, what about, you go, mm, just not going to discuss that today. And you say the same thing. And finally they would go, I bet she's not going to discuss that today. And you go, yep. You keep it light and you move on. Yeah. I, I love that. So a good relationship versus a bad, what is a good relationship? Your point is it's rarely about money, even though we sometimes think most of the time relationships are about money. It's not. Um, the first step is to understand how that relationship and energy actually affects you. Do I leave this interaction with a positive feeling, a negative feeling? How does this impact my life, right? right. Um, so that that's what I got out of what you just said, which is so amazing. I mean, we could literally talk hours about relationships <laughs> because it, it is so important. And we will continue to talk about relationships because everything in life is about relationships. And just understanding why relationships are important is the beginning of building a six and seven and eight figure business. Because as you grow a big business, it's all about relationships. Boy, I remember you telling me that one day you said success in business is down to two things, marketing and people. I got the marketing, call me about the people. And it just, it, it stopped me in my tracks because it was the most clear way I'd ever heard people boil down what doesn't show up on a balance sheet. There is no people lying on your profit and loss sheet unless it's salaries, but conflict or camaraderie, collaboration or chaos, they're not on a balance sheet, but they cost you money or they make you money. So I love having this conversation with you. And we rarely talk about, like, we don't hear a lot of people talking about relationships and the importance of them and how to build relationships, how to keep relationships, how to get rid of relationships, or even assess the relationships that you have in life. And so that's why I think this is such an important uh, topic. And we will be talking about this every couple of weeks, digging into, and we'll, we'll talk about what the next episode is going to be, but I think it's going to be more about business relationships and, and really how to develop strong relationships, because that is a really important piece. And sometimes people struggle to have and build good relationships and to keep those relationships. And I know I have a couple little tips and tricks that I do as well yeah. uh, to, to do that. So you're so good at that. You build, you built, build a, a very solid network of business relationships while building your business. And, and so, yeah, that's a great conversation we can have. Yeah. It, it's to me about, you know, I think you said it perfectly. You know, you said keep a, a small inner circle because you can't build strong relationships with everybody. So I've gotten better as I've gotten older to understand what relationships actually matter. And you've actually seen me knock relationships out like that I was building partnerships with or, or what have you, because I quickly realized, OK, not good by next. And I don't waste my time on it. And I build strong relationships and I invest in people and relationships that matter that are going to help me be a better person. I didn't help me make more money, but help me be a better person. Right. So well, and I think they're tied because yeah. anytime we grow personally, it will result in some form of remuneration. It might be the finances immediately, or it might be a connection that later builds you, you build your business, but we never, ever waste time investing in ourselves and growing personally. So just to, you know, at, at the end of each episode, I do like to kind of summarize, like, what are the big takeaways here that you should all walk away with? And so to me, 
you know, the big takeaways are keep a small inner circle, you know, keep a, a small circle that actually know what's going on in your life. Be intentional with your interactions, select the few, go above and beyond to take somebody from just a transactional relationship to past a transactional and get more personal. That relationships are rarely about money, but strong relationships, money does follow, but don't make that relationship about money. And the first step is understanding how that person makes you feel um, and the energy that you get. So that's the summary that I have. This was just so fantastic. We'll, we'll continue to have these conversations. For everybody listening, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. To get access to all of our podcast episodes, you can visit our website, thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. Uh, link is also in the show notes. If you're interested in taking your company and business to the next level and want to learn more about our invite-only coaching program, you can go to thinktankcoaching.com and learn more about the hundreds of people that we have helped build and scale their businesses to the next level. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast episodes so that you can learn each week with us on how to scale your business from real-life experience. This is not, you know, fluffy podcast that is theoretical. Like, we're coming to you live with real live uh, business tips that we're looking at every single day ourselves. So I hope you enjoyed this and we'll see you next week.